This is the Mindfulness and Productivity Systems Podcast with Dr. Serene Sharif. This is a space where we explore how mindfulness, productivity systems, and our thoughts create the magic in our life. I'm here to help and support you if you are struggling with overwhelm and burnout, and you're looking for tools to take control of your time, mind, energy, and productivity. I'm your host, Dr. Serene Sharif, and I am a general surgeon, medical educator, mom to three wonderful children, and wife, which were all instrumental in my journey to be a productivity and burnout coach. I'm excited to share my tools and unique framework to build a community so no one has to go through this alone, empowering each other to find our way out of burnout and overwhelm. We will explore how my mindfulness and productivity systems framework can help you combine the energy of mindfulness with the scientific principles of habit building and your unique systems of productivity. My framework is designed to help you find clarity, design your dream life, and create your transformation. We'll discuss how to overcome limiting beliefs and obstacles that are standing in the way of your dream life, as well as how to create and sustain your new habits in a way that will allow you to finally ditch your willpower and motivation struggles and have more time and energy to live your best life. This is episode number 66. Last week, we talked about the neuroscience behind our habits. So where exactly do habits form? What influences them? How do we design and create new habits? And how do we actually stop some of our bad habits, the habits that we don't want to be doing anymore? And one of the things that I just want to emphasize again is that a lot of habit building happens in our subconscious, meaning we aren't even aware that a particular habit is slowly getting stronger and becoming more and more part of our everyday routine. According to researchers at Duke University, 40% at least of what we do on a daily basis are based on our habit. And so think about all the things that you have been doing. I hope that you had a chance to do the habit diary and just explore what are the things that you're currently doing just to kind of get a snapshot on where you are right now. And today we're going to talk about what that transition can look like when you first create awareness on where you are, and then you look to the future to see, okay, where do you want to be? And what are the goals that you have? What are the values and vision that you want to see being lived out in your everyday life? And if they're not showing up in your life right now, then how can you design your habits to get you there? So when we look at how to break down our goals, and create just some simple steps that we can use to build our habits and make our goals really inevitable. When you think about it, if you were running every day, then it's inevitable that by the end of the month or even the end of the year, your speed and stamina are going to improve. If you do something on a consistent basis, connected to who you view yourself to be, so both connecting to your future self, who you think you're growing to be, but also who do you believe you are right now, your identity? These are the habits that consistently show up in our life. And they do because it starts with our thought, our belief that this is just who I am. Now, I have shared in a few sessions throughout the podcast on the universal principle of thought. Just as a quick review, our feeling is always coming from our thought in the moment. So what that means is when you feel sad, happy, joyful, 
delighted, empowered, mad, bad, shame, guilt, frustration, hopeful. We had a thought that generated this feeling or emotion. Most of us think our feelings are coming from our environment, our circumstances. My child made me upset. My boss made me so irritated. My spouse made me feel so mad. We attribute these feelings to the people or the things around us. In truth, our feeling is always coming from our thought in the moment. Our thoughts are essentially the way we understand and make meaning of what is happening around us. And within this basis of our thoughts and our feelings, we take action. So as an example, the circumstance might be change in job and our thought might be it's really hard, difficult, et cetera, to change jobs. And our feeling from the space is exhaustion, maybe a little disempowerment, feeling like we're not able to be as efficient and effective as we were at the previous space, just because this is a new space. And the action from this space of disempowerment and exhaustion is to avoid doing certain things that might make us feel uncomfortable, procrastinate, and perhaps not really show up as our best empowered self. And the result is always a reflection on our thought. So the result of thinking this is hard, this is difficult, changing job is really something that is incredibly difficult to do. The result is we are making our job change, our transition so much more difficult. Now, I am by no means saying that changing a job is a walk in the park. I had to go through a job transition in the last year, and there are so many things to be considered in that. But thinking and believing that, you know what, this is so hard. How do I do this? I'm just not very good at it, et cetera. These thoughts aren't serving us. They are not helping us. In fact, they're making our life more difficult. Instead, is it possible to at least explore a shift in our thinking? One of the thoughts that I really found helpful when I was making the move was to say, you're doing something that takes a lot of energy and thought and focus. So it's important that that you plan some breaks, some vacations, some rest time. This is how I can take care of myself through this. The other thought that was helpful was, yes, this is challenging and I'm doing something that I've never done before. And I am in a new place and learning the system, which is different than something that I have done before. But I have done hard things before. And I know that if I support myself through this transition, that I will make it to a space where this feels much more comfortable and supportive. Just feel the energy in that thought where I'm supporting myself, where I'm looking for evidence that I've done hard things. Of course I can do this. And I'm finding ways to even get support from elsewhere. Perhaps it is the vacation. Perhaps it is looking to see, is there someone that can come and help with some things around the house while I'm making this transition, et cetera, whatever it might be. But I am looking to find that support both internally and externally for myself. I am not believing the story. You know what? This is so hard. I can't do it. I'm just not good at it. And this is something that I'm just going to perpetually struggle. Every time we do something new and different, there is a transition. We could make that transition really hard by believing it's really hard and making our every step feel heavy and allowing habits such as procrastination and rumination to keep us stuck. Or we can accept that, yes, 
there are going to be some bumps and here's how I can do this. And this is how our thoughts, feelings, and actions flow together to create our results. Our repeated actions, also known as behavior, are our habits. And our brain really enjoys creating habits because it actually takes away the mental clutter, the decision fatigue, the constant maneuvering of, okay, what do I do next? What do I do next? Like that thought that keeps coming up. Our brain loves to automate things because it allows us to let go of the need to constantly answer that question of what do I do next? Creating your habits doesn't start with habits. It actually starts with intentionally creating a relationship with your mind. Now, Zig Ziglar said, people often say that motivation doesn't last. Neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. So this is something that we are constantly evaluating and tweaking on a daily basis. But habits are important in our journey to creating personal and professional wellness. Because what habits allows us to do is to create results consistently, sustainably, but also in an automated way, making it flow easier, allowing us to shift that habit into a space of ease and connection and ultimately building our identity. Now, James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits, talks about the three levels for behavioral change. And he shares that most of us focus on outcomes and processes to create results. Outcome is about what you get. So I want to lose 10 pounds and this is how I'm going to do it. The next level is to look at the processes. Processes are about what you do. And most of the habits that you build are associated with this level. It is focused on changing your habits and the systems that allows you to create these results. But he recommends that to make sustainable change, we need to stop worrying about results and focus on our identity. Identity-based behavior change is focused on changing our mindset. It's connecting to that future self, the person that we believe in, the person who we know can achieve these results. And then you look at how do you become that person now? How do you adopt and build that identity now? Because you know that if you do that, the results will follow naturally. When you believe that your identity is to be a writer, then you are going to write every day. You're willing to experience the discomfort and the growth because that's just who you are and that's what you believe in. When we show up as our future self today, we can stop worrying whether we're going to achieve the results that we've been thinking about and dreaming about. Those results are inevitable. What we need to do is just focus on the small incremental steps that we build today. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, therefore, is not an act, but a habit. Now, this was shared. There's some controversy. Most people attribute it to Aristotle. And it, again, highlights the element of repeating something. We talked last week about how we build our neural connections, our neural pathways. And our goal is to make the road paved because that's how often we've repeated it. Now, if we initially start with a dirt path, we barely can find our way through it. The more we repeat it, it is going to make that pathway stronger and build that foundation even deeper. So next week, we're going to be talking about how to design our habit loop and how do we design and implement the habits that we want to build, as well as 
break down perhaps some of the habits that we want to stop. I hope this week you will spend some time thinking about who are you? What is your identity? Who's the future self that you want to show up to be? And what would your future self do? What are the habits that your future self is doing right now? And how can you build that in small incremental steps to make it easy for you to create that foundation and step into the persona, the belief, the connection that you're building with your future self? Thank you so much for sharing in this discussion and exploration with me. I'm excited to explore how we can design and implement habit changes in a way that creates ease and flow in our life by design. Now, if you are ready to design and create your dream life, if you want to create something different than what you've been seeing, but you aren't quite sure how to get started, then join me in this journey today. There are so many ways for you to connect with me and for me to help you. You can join my private Facebook group where I support women who are experiencing overwhelm and burnout to really connect to themselves, to design their dream life, to create clarity and live with intention and authenticity. And if you want to take it even deeper and really apply this to your life, if you're tired of being in the same place every day, having the same problems and not understanding or not knowing how to create that change, then I invite you to set up a time and talk to me. You can schedule a call with me. You can find all of this information on the show notes and we can explore together what this means to your unique set of needs. If you're ready to take your life to the next level, then I invite you to explore this because the truth is nothing changes if nothing changes. For all those listening, thank you for joining us today. If you found this valuable, please like, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes and share it with a friend or two. I would so appreciate that. I would love to hear from you. If you have a story to share about burnout or overwhelm, please reach out to me so we can continue to build this community so no one has to go through burnout and overwhelm alone. You can reach out to me at my website, serenitywellnessmd.com or Mindfulness and Productivity Systems Facebook page or at serenitywellnessmd on Instagram. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice. Tune in for the next episode coming to you every Thursday morning. Goodbye for now.